just a little bit. Try to get that Di shadow. You better direct that thing, girl. Okay. I'm just getting the shadow <laughs> off your face. <laughs> I'm good. So, I'm good yeah, right you're here. straight. Okay. So go ahead and tell me about, you know, who you are. First of all, just go and give me the name. Might as well give me the name. I'm Jock McKissick. All right. That's right. J O C K McKissick. All right. So when you say you're Jock McKissick, what does that mean? Who is Jock McKissick? John McKenzie is a child of God. Oh, okay. Yeah, a man of God now. A man of God. Yeah. Okay. Can I get a little devil camera? Mm -hmm. I heard yeah, that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. So, what do you do, John McKenzie? What are your career goals or what are you doing right now? Uh, career, I'm an actor. Okay. Uh, I'm also a producer, filmmaker. Okay. Uh, I do a bunch of stuff. I'm also an entrepreneur. I'm part owner of a company called Elevate Your Grind. And uh, also partnered with Concrete Rain with my braces here. Okay. J50 by Concrete Rain. Okay. So, Hold it up. Let the camera see. All right. So, yeah, I'm a man of uh, many talents, many endeavors. Okay. So as far as producing and film, like, what are your goals for that? What do you have going on right now? What projects are you working on? Um, well, I just wrapped up on a um, show called Your Honor. Okay. Which is uh, a hit series on Showtime. Okay. With uh, superstar Brian Cranston. I play Alan Underwood, which is his bailiff. Okay. And uh, I'm also currently producing. I'm on my way to South Carolina in the morning to finish shooting a feature film that I'm producing called Hunted Trail. So, okay. yeah, I've been busy. Been a busy uh, past uh, six months, I would say. Okay. So yeah, just, uh, you know, everybody was down and out in 2020. It was a rough year. Mm -hmm. My 2020 kind of ended well and uh, carried over in 2021. So yeah, just grinding. Okay. <clears throat> so I want I, I wanted to ask you ask you a question. Mm -hmm. I, I love what you're doing with the film and everything that you're doing career wise. You know, when you mentioned about the man of God part, and mm -hmm. you know, I. I admire that for um, people to be solid um, in their foundation or being grounded. Absolutely. I think it's very key to be grounded. I definitely want to know more about, you know, what you're doing project-wise, but I want to go back to something that we just discussed at dinner, mm -hmm. which was modern-day church versus old-school church. The old-school old school church versus the new-school church. Yeah, and yeah. this is the reason why. Because right now <clears> we have a lot of people right now who are falling from the faith. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of people who don't want to believe in Jesus anymore. A lot of people are retreating back to African spirituality. A lot of people are dabbling in a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. How do you feel like the old church has, me, this is my personal opinion, I feel like the old church kind of pushed the modern day people. Pushed them out. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got to say about I, that? I feel there's some truth to that. Um, I think the biggest thing that pushed people away from kind of the traditional Southern Baptist church, you know, like we, I grew up in a Methodist church, but you know, as a whole, we like to say Southern Baptist. I think the thing that pushed people away from traditional Christianity is um, just lack of trust. They, you know, you, you have people who, um, you have people who are called, and then you have some people who just go, like mm -hmm. my grandma would say. Yeah. And uh, a lot of those people who just went, 
who weren't called to do God's work, okay. they take advantage of the platform. You know, financially, uh, relationship-wise, they abuse relationships. And you have a lot of people now who are coming up. And uh, this younger generation, the one thing that they've done is uh, they've kind of put a footprint on our culture of being able to think for ourselves, mm -hmm. you know. So a lot of the younger people who are thinking for themselves and they're seeing these, these people who just went who weren't called mm -hmm. uh, to be pastors or lead these churches, they, they see how they are abusing the community or misusing the community. And they're like, I don't want anything to do, to with, do that. with that. Mm -hmm. As opposed to, let me find another church home. They just stray away from it as far as they can. Correct. So, uh, me personally, um, I'm kind of like Jesus was. You know what I'm saying? When people talk, when people talk about Jesus, and then they go, they go look at, you know, how they feel about Christianity and they condemn people and, you know, they want to set people with open arms. You're not doing what Jesus did. Correct. You know, Jesus hung with gangsters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tax collectors. Yes, and, he did. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I welcome everybody. You know what I'm saying? I don't push, I don't push my beliefs off on, pe off on people, but I'll tell you what I believe. Right. And if you want to know more, I'll explain to you what I believe. But I also believe that as a whole, <clears throat> most of the religions <clears throat> are rooted in one thing, and that's love. Yeah. You know, when you look at religion, whether you're Muslim, Buddhist, Christian, it don't matter. Like, they're all rooted in love. Mm -hmm. And I really think it's kind of um, selfish or uh, narcissistic of us to believe that our religions are the only one that's right. You know, I don't, I'm a Christian. Yeah. You know, that's where I believe, you know, I've studied other stuff and I had, I still had, uh, I still felt called to believe what I grew up right. being taught. So, um, but I don't believe my way is the only way. I think Christian, I think religion is basically uh, rooted in location. Yeah. Wherever you were raised, you know, if you were raised in India, mm -hmm. you wouldn't be a Christian. You just, you just wouldn't. You were this is where you raised. You know what I'm saying? And at, at the end of the day, it's all rooted in love. So when I find people who stray away from religion in general, it, it usually has to do with the lack of love. So I just try to show them their love. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, one <clears> thing too, I personally believe, um, I believe that God has called a lot of us to be planted in realms outside of the four walls. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, right now with the direction that I'm going, I've been in ministry for a very long time. I've done ministry as a woman of God. And now that I'm venturing off into entertainment film, it's like Christians looking at me like, oh, you're backsliding. Oh, you know, they're questioning my faith. Even yeah. though I've served faithfully for 14 years, yeah. they're looking at me like, okay, look, what are you doing that's not of God? And those are the Christians that scare this newer generation, this younger generation off. Uh -huh. Because they <clears throat> they condemn things that they feel like are of the world. Right. But it's not that these things are of the world. It's just that traditionally people who grew up in the church, mm -hmm. they didn't venture off into these different arenas. Right. 
you know, they were people who were raised in the South that worked in the worked on the farm or mm -hmm. worked in the mill or whatever it was, and that's just what they did. So all these other things, they've heard these stories and these rumors, and we know that we know how entertainment is bad because if you get into it and you aren't focused, you can get lost. But the entertainment itself isn't of the world. You know, it's about what you do with it Correct. and where you take it. So those people who bash people for what they do are the ones who scare the younger generation off because it's like, well, I'm a rapper. Yeah. I can't believe in God to be a rapper. I don't want nothing to do with it. You know, so when you meet those young kids who are kind of on the fence, it's because of those people like that that are yeah. condemning you for a passion that you have. And one of the things that I found, you know, <clears throat> having been, this is my ninth year being in entertainment professionally, right. is a lot of entertainers are spiritual, like spiritual beings. Yeah. Like they, they believe in God. Like there's, there's not a bunch of atheists walking around out here saying, hey, I'm entertaining and I don't want that to do with God. They you know? feel, a lot of people that, in, in Christianity that I, I know, that are extra deep mm -hmm. they feel like hollywood is the devil they feel like if you're an entertainer artist they automatically condemn them like they're not of god yeah. and i think it's very key what you said a lot of them are spiritual a lot of them do have a relationship you know with god 100 percent. now if you want to find a devil you can find him they can see out here you know he's here <laughs> for sure but he's also in mississippi yes you know so he's also in alabama he's in new york he's where <clears throat> wherever you want to find evil, you will find it, right. you know. Uh, but also, wherever you want to find, you know, children of God, you'll find you'll it too. Find it. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a 50 feet cross, uh, or maybe a 100 foot cross that. in Hollywood. Yeah, we just saw that. On a hill. Yeah. In what they call hell. I've never personally had somebody that, that condemned me for being an entertainer and say that's not of God. But I've had people to question, like, you know, be careful or, yeah. you know, don't do such and such. And I'm like, man, if you know me by now, if you know me this long, you should know I'm rooted in who I am. Like, it don't matter where I go. You know what I'm saying? I'm a coffee bag. You know, I always tell people to be a coffee bag. Like, don't be a don't be an ice cube, you know? And what that means simply is, an ice cube is changed by its surroundings. You drop an ice cube in hot water, it melts. You drop an ice cube in, in cold water, it stays hard. So you, if you're a coffee bean, whatever you fall into, you're gonna feel, you're gonna affect it. You drop a coffee bean in water, it, the water, the coffee bean doesn't turn to water. The water turns to coffee. So wherever I go, I'm a coffee bean. So <clears throat> you know, um, and that's happened just because uh, I'm at a, I'm at a place where I'm I'm rooted and grounded with who I am as a human being and the things that I believe. And wherever I go, it's coming with me. So, uh, Jesus is my choice. Like I said, I grew up in Alabama. Grew up in, you know, a Christian household. Um, once I got to, I would say the age of 23, 24, just out of college, um, I started studying other religions just because I was interested. Uh, not because I was like, Christianity ain't for me. I was right. interested. And, uh, after I realized that they all are rooted in the same thing, and a lot of 
A lot of the uh, other religions have Jesus included. He's just in different areas. You know, he's not the center of their religion. But uh, for me, after I did all of that research and I, you know, evaluated my, my childhood, I knew, you know, this, this is it for me. I'm convicted by yeah. this religion. Um, and I think it's just, it, it has to be rooted in your heart. Yeah. You know, people who are Muslims believe deeply in their heart yeah. that that's, that's the religion for them. And I salute that 100%. So for me, uh, a lot of people will say, well, you know, when it comes to religion, it's, 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 it's to control people. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, cool. They're like, well, you don't know if it's true. All right, cool. If it's not, then, you know, so what? I live a great life. Yeah. You know, put my, my power in this, the high power, you know, something that I can't believe, that's faith. And when I do get there, yes. you know, I feel personally that all of God's people will be rejoicing together. That's just how I feel. Yeah. Um, but let's say no religion was real, right? Let's just, let's just say this. And I looked at all the religions and I looked at this Jesus guy. As an entertainer and an actor, I'm like, oh, I'm following this dude. You know, like this dude is, man, this dude turned out five fish and two loaves of bro bread into thousands of fish and feed people, healing people, people touching his, his clothes and they getting healed. And uh, then he died for a bunch of people that he didn't even know yet, you know, just, that in itself is like, wow, that's that's mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. You know, so if I'm going to follow something, let me follow that. Let me follow that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the type of person that I want to lead. I mean, I want that's the type of life I want to live. And, you know, um, I want to affect people and empower people like that as well. So, yeah, that's why it's Jesus for me. So, you told me that your name was Jock McKenzie. Yeah. On your Instagram, it says that you are J50. Who is J50? J50 and Jock, same person. Same person? Yeah. Um, J50 derives from sports because 50 is the only number I've worn like my whole life, my whole career, since the seventh grade, basketball, football, whatever. Um, <clears throat> and the reason why I chose that number, it was, it was several reasons when I got ready to, cho to choose a number, but I felt even as a 12 year old getting ready to choose a number that uh that number should represent something yeah. uh and at the time my grandmother when i was born my grandmother was 50 she told me you know she used to tell me well when you were born i was 50 years old and all she used to tell me this all the time and my grandmother means the world to me i got a tattoo on my arm still living and uh i was like you know that means that means a lot you know my grandma was 50 and also you know what I'm saying? One of the things that I kind of adapted from a young child, I would hear people say, you know, life is about, you either view life one or two ways. Either you, you view it glass half empty or glass half full. And me, I'm positive. I've been positive since a young kid. You know, you seen the, the video when I was 10 and I was preaching. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I always viewed it glass half full. So half full equals 50%, right? Okay. So. In order to get the glass to a hundred percent, you got to do something as a person. So for me, every time I would see number fifty, 
it will remind me that the glass is half full and it's up to me to put the other 50% in there. So uh, yeah, that's why I chose number 50. And I had it up until the time I retired, playing arena football um, in 2011. And uh, that's why the name stays. You know, it's not just, it's not just about sports only. It's, it's a way of life. Okay. So that's why I go by J50. Okay, J50. I like it. Why Clemson? Why did I choose Clemson? Yeah. <laughs> because it's the greatest school in the world. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, honestly, uh, I played sports in high school. I was real good at football. I had 26 scholarship offers. Um, took a bunch of unofficial visits. I took five official visits. And uh, when I went to Clemson, it's, it felt like home. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, when it came to the players, you know, they, the way that they communicated and they, they supported each other and they hung out, it felt like me and my teammates at my high school, as opposed to a lot of other schools that I went to, you know, guys who clicked up. And if I had a friend that was on a visit and he was with his hoes, we couldn't hang with him because they didn't get along. And, and when I went to Clemson, it was none of that, you know, and uh, the fans, you know, they, it was like a family oriented, town you know it was just rooted in family orientation and that's kind of where i come from coming from alabama hopefully like a small town and uh football wise it was it was the right move for me as well you know the, the, the pieces kind of aligned i prayed about it and that's why i chose clemson over you know alabama auburn uh southern miss mississippi state old miss all these other schools, Tennessee, NC State, uh, Clemson was the, the one for me. Okay. Um, so if, if there was anything that you would want people to, people to know, let's say, when I think people, mm -hmm. if, I'm, if I'm combining you together, I see, you know, God, I see creative. Um, what would you say to, you know, creators out there um, who want to pursue their dreams or who want to pursue careers that is not involved in being behind a pulpit? Because there are a lot of people who feel like when they're called by God that they have to find a position in a church. Mm -hmm. All right, so if you had a message for, you know, whether the church or creative, like what would be the message? Or if you had a message for anybody, what would you say? <laughs> that's, that's good that you pointed that out. Because uh, there are a lot of people who um, are followers of Christ or, or any, we'll just say religion. People, okay. Religious people who feel like they have to stay true to just that religion okay. and only do something in the church. Okay. Well, the thing is, like you mentioned earlier, God called us to affect people outside of those four walls. Yes. Called us to be missionaries. Yes. So we need we need missionaries in every industry. Yes, you know, whether it's whether you're a pastor or you're an engineer or you work at Lowe's or you you're a janitor or you're a director or you're a camera, it don't matter. You know, we need people, you know, God needs his people in, in every industry. So yeah, I, I feel there's no there's no prototype for what a believer can be. A believer can be whatever they want to be. You know, uh, as long as you go into it with with the right mindset and you know the right reasoning for want to do it, you know, you'll be successful. Correct. That's how I feel. You know, um, 
this is an industry where, you know, some people who aren't believers or some people are doing things the wrong ways to get ahead. But when you're rooted in God and you're rooted in doing right, you know, it'll eventually come back to you. You know, you'll eventually succeed. So yeah, I, I feel like no matter what you want to be, you don't even have to want to be an actor. Um, but whatever you want to be, you can do it and still hold true to who you are as a believer. Okay. So, um, letting people know any upcoming projects that you have and how can they follow you if you want to be followed. <laughs> if I want to be followed. Um, as of now, uh, Your Honor, I mentioned earlier, TV show on Showtime just came out. Uh, it was about 12 weeks ago now. Uh, you can go check that out. I also had a movie to release recently called Breaking News in Yuba County. I play a character called Lenny in that, a news producer, a nerd, a pushover. You know, Lenny's a good guy though. Go check that movie out. It's on all the streaming platforms, Amazon Prime, probably the most popular one. And um, the movie that I'm currently producing, feature film, Hunted Trail, it'll be out in August on Amazon Prime. So yeah, stay tuned, you know, for everything else. Some other stuff in the works that I can't really mention. But uh, yeah, just follow Jock McKissick on everything. Uh, social media, like we mentioned earlier, J50, and it's spelled out J-A-Y-F-I-F-T-Y. That's on everything, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, if you want to follow me on like, you know, the, uh, the business platforms, you know, your, your uh, LinkedIn's, you gotta look up John McKissick. But yeah, follow your boy. Stay true. I, I, I love y'all, everybody that's watching. I love you. I hope you love me. <laughs>